ahead and go. So, nice to meet you. Ada Tass. Welcome to day six, the final day in the back to school series on Plan Goal Plan. Y'all, this has been such a blast. I have really had an opportunity to consider my own family's back to school process. And I've been able to refine a few things in our home. And so I hope that this has been helpful for you all. I hope that there have been a few tips, tricks, mindsets that you've been able to borrow, try on, adapt for your family. Today's episode is really about putting it all together. How do we take our goals and our priorities and put them front and center so that every single day we are living our values? Today's episode is all about morning routines and after school time. How do you set up your mornings? So not only are they smooth, not only can you get out the door on time, but how do you also set up your mornings so that they reflect your goals and your priorities as a family? How do you start your day in a way that what matters most is front and center? I love talking about routines. <laughs> so here we go, folks. It's going to be fun. Do you want to feel less scattered and more focused, but the idea of goal setting sounds like adding more pressure to your already pressure-filled life? If so, welcome to the Plan Goal Plan Podcast. I'm Danielle McGue. I'm a professor, mom, planner addict, and recovering overachiever. After years of hustle and grind, I was tired of trying harder. I was ready to try easier. At the intersection of research, practice, and play, I found a purposeful path to planning and goal setting that is fun, simple, and sustainable. If you're ready to try easier, if you're ready to make memories and do meaningful work, grab a pen. I will equip you with tools and practices to clarify purpose, reclaim time, and achieve goals playfully and lightly. Let's get started. I am so glad that you are here. I am so glad that I have had an opportunity to share with you all a little bit about our family's back to school process. I hope that your family is energized and excited for the upcoming school year. I know at the time that this episode is going to air, my family and I will have about a week and a half before school starts. So we'll still be scrambling to get a few things done. I know that this process has really helped us not feel the scramble quite as much as usual. So today we're going to be talking about morning routines and after school time. And I just want to remind you, if you haven't already, I did create a workbook to go along with this back to school series. It should be really helpful. There are a couple pages that get you reflecting on your goals and priorities. And then there's some amazing checklists for your schedules and systems, your drop-off zones, closets and kitchens for your shopping supplies and traditions. And then of course today, there's a wonderful checklist helping you create your morning routine, as well as think about what you're going to use your after-school time for. So if you haven't, jump into the show notes, download this free workbook. It's free. It's there to help you. Also, I am offering just for the remainder of August, free complimentary one hour time management coaching sessions. Y'all doing these sessions is such a joy for me. 
The reason that it is so important to me to help people with time management is because I feel like it's so much more than that. How we spend our time is how we live our lives. And really transforming people's relationship to time can have such a huge impact on so many other areas of their lives. And and while I think that I, I'm a helpful guide, I really do think it's it's really not about me transforming things for other people. It's about the people that I work with finding the clarity, finding the courage to to transform their own lives. And I just get to be part of the journey. So if that's something that you've been curious about, if that's something that you're interested in, go to the show notes or go to plangoplan.com, click on coaching, schedule a complimentary coaching session. Like I said, I'm only going to be offering the one hour sessions for the remainder of August. So get in there, get it scheduled. I would love to chat with you. All right. Morning routines after school time. When I first became a parent, mornings were incredibly challenging for me. (laughs) So I have always been a morning person. Mornings have just always been a peaceful, quiet time for me, a time of reflection. And when I was adjusting to becoming a parent, so after I had my first kiddo, I had mastitis nine times in nine months. And it turns out that having an infant is pretty exhausting. Having an infant and an infection for nine months is even more exhausting. I was finding that I was having a really hard time for the first time in my life, really waking up and just getting to it in the mornings. (laughs) And I taught, um, not super early, but I taught early in the morning And I always really like to have some time to center myself before I go into a classroom and teach. I'm not someone that can just roll into the parking lot, grab my briefcase, walk into a classroom and go for it. I'm someone that needs to really have a plan. I really need some time to think about how I'm going to execute that plan and center myself before I get started. And None of this was happening when I was first a parent. I, you know, was up all night feeding. I was really exhausted due to the infection. So I was stealing some extra sleep in the morning. And this meant that my own morning rituals, and I'll talk about that in a moment, my own morning rituals just weren't happening. And then on top of that, trying to figure out how to not only get myself out the door, but packing up all of the things that you have to pack up for a kid every single day and then going and dropping them off and then making it into school meant that I was always just pushing it with my time. And this was very, very stressful for me. And so morning routines are incredibly important to me because I know that having a smooth morning can really center you or it can start your day out in a way where you feel frazzled, you feel disorganized, you feel disoriented. So I want to clarify that what we're talking about today is your family's morning routines. You might establish a personal morning ritual, which I think a ritual and routine are slightly different things. I do have a few episodes on how to create rituals. I actually recommend that you go back to the very start of this podcast 
episode three is called Set Goals Now What? How Rituals Make Your Goals Go. And in that episode, I will walk you through how to create a ritual and you can apply that to your mornings if that's where you think that you need to set a ritual. So what I want to address in this episode is how do you create a family morning routine, which is a little bit different than what you might do personally. So in the morning, I wake up, I wake up pretty early. And during that time, I do reflection, prayer, journaling. I also usually name what my priorities are for the day. So what are my daily top three for today? Then I spend some time on something that's important to me. And right now that's this podcast. So I do all of my podcast planning and recording and editing early, early in the morning before my family wakes up. And after I've done that, then I usually get myself ready. After I'm ready, then I wake up my family. And that's where my family's morning routine kicks into action. So to me, a ritual is transformative. It is something that transforms us from one state to another. And for me, a ritual feels really sacred. A morning routine or a routine is really a series of habits that we stack together in an order. And in this case, a morning routine is designed to get us out the door. One of the biggest difference between a ritual and a routine is that a routine, because it is a series of habits, is really designed so that it can become more automatic, more unconscious, more habitual. Whereas a ritual, you are going to want to remain present for. I always sort of joke that I need to have an after dinner routine where I'm cleaning up and doing the dishes And I don't really want to be incredibly present for that moment. I just want to get it done. You can think about this. And if you really do want your family's morning to be a ritual or to have an aspect or a moment of that routine be a ritual, you can do that. And like I said, go to episode three. I'll walk you through that. But today I'm going to mostly talk about creating a routine. So one of the first things that I think that you should do is just brainstorm all of the tasks that should be completed before you leave in the morning. You should be in a pretty good place to do this now that you've gone through your schedules and systems, you've organized your home, you have all your shopping supplies, you should be in a pretty good position to know what are the things that we're going to need every single morning. What are all the things that we need to get done? Like, are we making lunches? Are we not making lunches? How are we going to get people dressed in the morning? Where are backpacks going to be? You've actually already made a lot of these decisions at this point. So a lot of it is really just naming everything that needs to happen every single day, finding an order for it, making sure that everybody knows what they're responsible for, and then just getting it down. So as always, as you're doing this, as you're jotting all of these things down, I do want you to always revert back to those goals and priorities that you set at the very start of this. What matters to you as a family? So once you've gotten down onto paper, all of the different tasks that you're going to need to do before you can leave each morning, I want you to take some time and 
order those tasks? How should they be sequenced? You also might jot down approximately how long you think each task will take. And then I recommend that you round up. <laughs> Always round up. If you get things done faster, easy peasy. If it takes you longer than you predicted, that you might find yourself in a pickle. After you have made this list, you've ordered it, I want you to ask yourself, are there any tasks that you can remove from the list? Are there tasks that you can combine with one another? I also want you to think about your goals and the priorities that you set, the things that matter most to you, and use that as a lens to evaluate all the different items on your list. So if there are things that you have on the list that are not moving you closer to the things that matter to you, do they need to be there? You also might consider, are there some items on this task that should not be part of your morning routine, but should actually be a part of your evening routine or even in your after school routine, which we'll talk about in a moment, should things get done then so that you're not having to fuss with them in the morning? So you're gonna delete, delegate, and then automate. The next step after you've refined your list is to delegate. Can you assign tasks to other family members? So consider who will do each task each morning. I have an interview with Laura Hernandez from Mama Systems, where she offers some really good advice in terms of thinking about your kids and what they really excel at and where they struggle. So if you have a kiddo who really struggles in the mornings, is delegating them with more tasks in the morning, is it just going to set you up to have some tension where maybe you could set things up so that they're responsible for more things the evening before or during your after-school routine so that they can just be slow in the morning. So I want you to think through those things as you delegate the tasks. Also, you know, call on your partner. My husband, he's not as much of a morning person as I am, but he still plays a really active role in us getting out the door every morning. Just make sure that who's going to do what tasks is clear so that there aren't any miscommunications. You also might consider if there are any tasks that you can automate. So what do I mean by this? This might be something like setting up a timer on your dishwasher or your washing machine so that it can start a load of dishes after you've left your house. So you also might think, for example, if you are making lunches every single day, are there pre-prepared healthy lunches that meets your kids' needs you could just buy and put into their lunch boxes and be on your way. There are a lot of different things that I automate in the home. Maybe you have your coffee maker set up so that it makes coffee for you automatically. What are the things that you need in the morning and can you automate any of those tasks? One thing that I do that's a little like automation is I love to have hard-boiled eggs in the morning. My kids love hard-boiled eggs. They're cheap, they're easy to make. So usually at the start of the week, I make in our instant pot a whole slew of hard boiled eggs and we eat those for the week. So I can do it once and then be done with it. So if there are other things like that that you could also just batch and then it feels automatic the rest of the week, you might consider out of your tasks, 
if there's any of them that maybe you can't automate completely, but you could batch, do once, set it and forget it. Once you have your list of what needs done by whom in what order, determine your wake up time. So now you should have a really good list. You have deleted, you have delegated, you have automated. On your list, you should have estimated how long each task is going to take. This will help you determine what time you need your family to wake up. So after you have determined your wake up time, I want you to add something delightful to your morning routine. I want you to add something that makes you super happy. This could just be something, could be just something small and delightful. Maybe it's how you wake up your kids. So I'm that annoying mom that every morning I say, good morning, it's going to be a great day. <laughs> something cheesy like that. So they're going to love me when they're teenagers. We do we do multiple things that I find to be quite delightful. So one thing that we do is we write hearts on each other's wrists with markers every single morning. People think that I have a tattoo. I don't. I've just been, we've just been writing on each other's arms every single day for almost two years now. And this is a really important way that we say goodbye. My son and I have a special way that we hug every single day when we say goodbye. We have some intricate handshakes that we've taken on from time to time. So you want to make sure that you're adding something delightful or something that's important to your morning routine. So for some people, maybe this is prayer. For other people, this might be, you know, maybe this is a fun way that you eat breakfast together or a question that you ask each other every single day. But I think that it's just so important that you create some space for something delightful every single morning and that you don't let that become a chore. It would be really easy for me to go, I have to go grab a marker and my daughter have to draw on each other's arms again. And I will say there are days that it feels a little bit like that, but then I catch myself and I say, this is so sweet. This is going to make such an important, wonderful memory. Once you've determined all of these things, I do think that it's helpful, especially at the beginning, to create a checklist of all of the things that need to get done in the morning and who's assigned what tasks and to make that checklist visible somewhere for your family. You can think about how do you want to make that checklist, where are you going to put it, but it is really helpful to have it, especially at the beginning when maybe that isn't as ingrained or automated yet. And then I would recommend to just practice for a morning or two before school actually starts and make it fun. We very strategically enrolled our kids in a camp that starts at 8.30 in the morning the week before school starts. So that they have to get in the habit of waking up and getting out the door before school actually starts. Um, but you can have fun morning practices. All that I have to say is make it fun. Make it fun bring in the mindset that this is joyful. This is you all getting to be together in the morning with each other. I do want you to take a little bit of time to think about your after-school time. This can be a really challenging time. Just the transition from everybody's workday to being together as a family, I find after-school time to be like a weird gap time. 
So you might involve your family in the process and say, well, what are the sorts of things that we want to do after school? You might brainstorm activities or rituals that align with your family's purpose, with what you named as your goals, with what you named as your priorities, and then you can decide on these. We, we typically let our kids use this time to relax a little. So this is where if they want to have some screen time, they can have it. They can go play with the neighbor kids. A lot of times too, this is when I'm exercising and they are invited to go. We have a great, we have a great basement gym. And so the kids can come down to the basement with me and they can play and they can exercise while I exercise. But having a few activities that they can choose from that they know are approved after school activities is really important. And like I said, the interview that I have with Laura Hernandez on Mama Systems, she uses her after school time to actually have her kids prepare for the next day. So you might think about how are we just going to enter the house and how are we going to use that drop zone? Are we going to take a little bit of time to take anything out of our backpack and to put it in our family's inbox? Is after school time going to be used to prepare lunches for the next day or to put together your backpack for the next day? These are things that you need to decide as a family and it's helpful to do it beforehand so that once they start school, you can immediately start the habits and the routines that you want in place for the entire school year. Like I said, I am so, so glad that you are here, that you've been listening these last couple of weeks. I really wish for your family a delightful back-to-school process. I also really want you all to know that if you were to stop by my house right now, you would not see a perfectly clean, perfectly organized home. You would see that we only have one of our cars parked in the garage. You would notice that I am not the house with the most manicured lawn. I am not the first person to put out our trash on trash day. And I'm telling you those things because those aren't my family's priorities. Having the nicest lawn in the neighborhood isn't something that matters to me, so I've let it go. Right now, our garage is actually in fairly good shape, but parking in the garage isn't important to me at this time of the year, but it will be when colder weather happens. And at that time, we will make it a priority to be able to park in the garage, but that's not where we're at right now. And so I've let it go. I'm sharing these things with you because I don't want you to think that I do it all and have it all figured out. You might hear some of the things that I'm suggesting and you might go, eh, that's not really for our family. And I want to give you permission to say there isn't a right or wrong way to do this. What is right is a process that makes sense to your family and that upholds your family's priorities and values. And to name what matters and let go of the things that don't is so important. And there's so much freedom in that. There's so, so, so much relief in saying, this is what we're going to prioritize. And these other things may or may not happen, but the things that we care about will happen. I wish for you energy as you move through this transition in seasons. I wish for you laughter. 
I wish for you moments of connection. I wish for you the opportunity to make some memories, to establish some traditions, and to set some routines that bring your family together, and that this back-to-school season might be the best one yet. My mommy is sus. If this podcast has inspired you, guided you, or just made you laugh, the number one way that you can thank me is by leaving a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I'm seriously tickled every time that I hear from you all, so pop onto Instagram and follow Plan Go Plan and digital message me. I want to say hello. I want to geek out about all things planning and goal setting. Keep sensing the possibilities, y'all.